Okay, we're continuing with more bad news about environmental exposure to millimeter wave RF radiation. Last time we talked about the fact that you can't buy groceries without being exposed to millimeter wave radiation. And today, well, you can't go anywhere near roads. Like if you live near a road, if you like to walk on the sidewalk, heaven forbid you'd like to take your sweetheart out to lunch at an outdoor cafe that serves on the sidewalk or drive on a road anywhere without being exposed to harmful man-made electromagnetic radiation in the form of millimeter waves. We're going to talk about that coming up. EMF Remedy is dedicated to helping you understand which electromagnetic threats are present in your home, and whether in the context of your current home, one you're considering for purchase, or building a new home with comprehensive protection designed in, EMF Remedy can help you reduce your family's exposure to harmful, man-made electromagnetic radiation. Hi, this is Keith Cutter with EMFRemedy.com. Welcome to Reversing Electromagnetic poisoning, where we recognize that the good electromagnetic environment created for us from the beginning to support good health and long life has been replaced with something altogether unnatural and harmful, altogether bad. I want to help you reverse this situation in your home. Reverse electromagnetic poisoning. I'd like you to have peace in knowing that you've done everything possible to reduce exposure to harmful, man-made electromagnetic radiation, go from EMF torment to triumph, from EMF victim to victor. Let's get started. So last time we talked about millimeter wave radiation exposure. I mentioned that I had the chance to be a beta tester for Safe and Sound's groundbreaking new millimeter wave meter. And I was feeling like this would be a great service for my clients, of course, and I would use it when I went to the larger cities, of course. But that since I live in an area that is mountainous and has little population, I thought we would be spared the ravages of exposure to millimeter wave radiation because it wouldn't be at all cost-effective to install 5G high-band telephony. In other words... 5G high-band cell phones, smartphones. It wouldn't be practical because it would take far too many transmitters and cost far too much money to radiate too much, too many people, uh, not very many people, uh, sorry, to provide service for a small population. I was wrong. Um, and 
I feel like I I went to a magic show, only it wasn't the fun kind where you enjoy being deceived. It's the kind where your attention is diverted elsewhere. We, I think we were all led to believe that this millimeter wave RF radiation exposure madness was only associated with 5G telephony, high band. So what I shared last time was that you can't go shopping without being exposed, and this time you can't travel or be near roads. So, wow. All right, so let me, let me kind of break down what we're talking about here. Vehicular radar, it's being called radar. Offering such conveniences as adaptive cruise control, collision avoidance, I think those are the right buzzwords, Uh, and I don't have the last buzzword, and I just didn't feel like looking it up, but it's basically helping you see, uh, well, change lanes without looking, I guess. And let the car tell you if there's an object you're about to hit. My adaptive cruise control is my right foot. And my collision avoidance is my attention to driving. And I check my blind spots the way I was taught when I learned how to drive from my dad. But apparently, we need to have vehicular radar so that we can expose ourselves and everyone around us to the front, to the back, and to the sides with not just any old RF radiation, but millimeter wave RF. What a sad state of affairs. So I want to mention, of course, as always, these things that we've just talked about, the collision avoidance, the adaptive cruise control. That's where somebody could slow down in front of you and you could be in cruise control and your cruise control would automatically be adjusted for you. Um, The three, the big three that have been used every step along in this 100-year journey to expose the population to greater and greater levels of unnatural EMF have been Convenience, amusement, and stimulation, these three factors have been used to justify every step in replacing the natural EMF environment created for us in the beginning with one that is totally foreign to life. So vehicular radar is all about the first of those three, which is convenience. So I discovered this when I was out hunting in a larger city for 5G high band. And the local tower that I was inspecting did not have 5G high band. There was no indication. Um, And yet a car drove up next to me and I heard a modulation scheme through this new millimeter wave meter that I didn't recognize. And it was a whopper of a signal. I couldn't believe it. And I'm looking all around me and I'm trying to figure out where this could have come from. I had my meter in the vehicle I was driving. And 
I noticed that the car to my right then drove away. And as he drove away, I saw the signal drop off and I said, wow. So this is associated with that vehicle. And one thing led to another and I spent hours and hours and hours and I set up many different experimental situations where I was looking at the front of cars and the rear of cars and becoming familiar with the telltale signs that vehicular radar has been installed and what that looks like on many different vehicles. Some vehicles, there's no outward sign and others, it's very easy now for me to spot. And I could hear the radar coming and going and on the sides. And so the commonly found exposures that I was getting were in the extreme range, which is greater than a thousand microwatts per square meter. Some were less, but it was quite common to have readings that were in the extreme range. As I mentioned briefly a little while ago, the emissions were from the front, from the rear, and from the side of the vehicle. Not always. Some vehicles just seem to have radar from the rear. And I don't know whether that's an upgrade to have the forward-facing and the side-facing radar or how that is marketed or if it's just an older version. I noticed a lot of pickup trucks seem to have the rear-facing radar. And I wonder if that was for... Oh, what could you call it? Assistance in backing so you don't smack into something. I always thought you should just look behind you, but apparently we need a uh, an RF-emitting solution for that. Hey, another thing I wanted to mention is that the millimeter wave RF easily penetrates through glass. We, I think we're all led to believe that the millimeter wave radiation wouldn't penetrate through anything and we wouldn't have any concerns about that. But I've spent a fair amount of time just turning my new millimeter wave meter on and putting it on the dashboard and observing the environment around me. And I'm not having any problem getting signals whatsoever. So as usual, I have a few questions. I, uh, is the convenience of adaptive cruise control worth exposing everyone to millimeter wave RF? You know, of the big three, what's being sold here is the convenience. Is that worth it? I guess if you could imagine that there was no harm from millimeter wave RF radiation, then sure, why not? But I think probably everyone listening to this uh, particular broadcast knows otherwise. You know, we've lived without these capabilities for a very long time. I've had vehicles that didn't even have cruise control. And so adaptive 
non-adaptive cruise control. All of it was simply my right foot. And yeah, you drive six or eight hours and your foot can get tired, but really, do you want to expose men, women, and children for all time to make it a little bit easier to, to engage cruise control? Is it, is it worth the potential harm? That's what I'm asking. How can people who don't want to expose their children opt out or don't want to expose themselves? You know, I've had kind of a mystery. I live in a, in a very uh, unpopulated area and not a lot of people. I think the number is an average of 22 people per square mile. So a lot of territory, a lot of terrain, a lot of mountains and whatnot, which is great for RF attenuation to help people find those wrinkles in the earth. But recently I've had several sensitive clients come to me and say, what is going on? I feel terrible. Is there some new system or whatever? And this was right before I just uh, got the beta test version of the meter and it summer was just beginning. We are a re resort community. We have a huge lake and we also have a ski area for the winter. So summer and winter, we have a lot of visitors that come to the area. Summer, many, many more than the winter. And I am wondering if it, this number of people coming to me who are sensitive and saying, why am I feeling so crummy lately? I wonder if it isn't the visitors coming with their brand new cars with the vehicular radar that's causing so much torment. I don't know. I don't know. Do we, do we risk burying the epidemiological signal, if you will, that millimeter wave RF is harmful by exposing everyone in the population. You know, it's not just these people who are buying the vehicular radar that are being exposed. The point is, anywhere you are on the roadway, you can be exposed. On the sidewalks, you can be exposed. If your house or your apartment is right on the road, you can be exposed. So if there's a scientist who hypothetically would get money to do honest research in the future, would he be able to tell whether millimeter wave radiation exposure is harmful if, in fact, the entire population is being exposed through this madness with vehicular radar and what we talked about a couple of weeks ago with regard to the inability to go grocery shopping without millimeter wave exposure. So that's it. That's it for today. And I want to I want to leave you with a question. What is the appropriate level of 
technology. Have you ever heard that term before? Appropriate level of technology? It has different levels of meaning, I think, but for those of us who are concerned about our health and the exposure of ourselves and our loved ones to non-native EMF or harmful man-made electromagnetic radiation, what constitutes an appropriate level of technology? What's a definition that we could stick with as we go forward and have some idea as to whether something is a good idea and should be pursued or not, or it's a bad idea. All right. Enjoy spending time with you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you'd like to become a sponsor of the show, there is a link in the description. Most of all, I covet your prayers. If you would pray that this podcast and our efforts at EMF Remedy would bring glory to God and would help many people with managing their exposure to non-native EMF. If you'd like to leave a review, that would also be helpful, and we'll see you next time.